Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is... June uh, 12th, the time is about 3.30 p.m. Ready Noon PC has been conducting Zoom or conference call for the past 11 years. If you have any questions, please try to put in the Google Doc that we are putting it there. It will be easier. It will save a lot of time. And those people who fill the Google sheet will be given preference. And if you're a newcomer, please let us know. Hey, good afternoon, sir. Uh, I have posted my question in the Google form. Uh, Abhishek, your form is approved last year. I'm currently not in USA, not in employed with my US employer. I'm nearing my max out date in which requires me to leave the United States. So you're not in you're not in USA right now, is it right? Yeah, I've already left. I left last uh, last month. So. Okay. So okay, they can still file live on 40. Okay. I'm wondering if uh, impact on what will impact that you are not in the country? Uh, sir, I'm currently not employed with the same employer. Actually, That's I am still working. They can still yeah, okay. they still can file an I-140 for you. So uh, just another query about this. Does that impact the result of my application not being employed by the employer right now? How big is the company? Uh, the company is a staffing agency around uh, 10,000, 12,000 employees. 10,000 absolutely will not make any difference whether you're working for the company or not. Okay, so it's a it's a US-based, a big staffing company based in well, the US. Well, I, I, I already told you the answer. It doesn't okay. change. Okay. They, did a a lot, good job. they did a good job in putting you outside the country and filing an I-140 and getting you back. Okay, that's a very good strategy they did. Thanks a lot. I'm still working with them. It's just that they've pushed me to a Canadian employer and I'm working. That is nice. For them right okay, yeah. sounds good then. Yeah. Next person. Thanks a lot, sir. Thank you, sir. Ebe Marco. Hi. Um, hi, Ram, sir. Uh, my name is Abhi. I have... Uh, uh, while applying for 485 EAD and uh, I-31, um, uh-huh. I got my date of birth corrected. So with the with the when I applied all for all these, I used my correct date of birth. But unfortunately, the the combo card that I got had the uh, incorrect date of birth. So okay. I returned. So I got the point. You returned. So what's your question now? So uh, no, I want to go for uh, go for a vacation to India, but the, my lawyer is attorney saying I should not go because it's a, um, a risk because my old visa stamp had the previous date of birth. So your date of birth has changed right now. Yes, you know, so yes, the date of birth was uh, you know incorrect. The all all these years I used the incorrect date of birth, but during the uh, 485 uh, when I got the actual um, the certificate from the the village. It was a different it. one. So what they're telling is not to go right now. I would recommend not to go right now. Okay. Okay. Next person, please. So I should wait for the, the combo card with the correct date of birth before I go for the vacation. That is right, sir. Okay. Thank you. Omola. 
Omola, Karthik, Karthik. Yes. Yeah. Go ahead. So Rahul, uh, I had my H4 EAD, which was valid till September 2025. Then I. And you have changed to H4 EAD to H1B. I want to yeah. go back to H4ED to the current job market. Well, mm -hmm. when it, so you have a couple of options. You can file the change of status right now. It's going to take a long time. I will tell you one thing. Go to Mexico, have a margarita. You can have a virgin margarita if you want to and come back. Uh, okay? So you mean to say instead of filing for uh, H4 status, like uh, change uh -huh. of status? Change of status. Uh, you go to Mexico. Okay. When you mm -hmm. come back. You tell them you're coming back on H4. You're happily married with this guy who's working on H1. Okay. So for that, uh, is my stamping everything needed or I can just no, come back? No, you do, you can come back. I will give and you a video uh, that tells you how to do it. Okay. Okay. And what about my EAD? Uh, so how will I get the... Will my old EAD be valid at that time? Yes. Yes. I'm, oh, okay. So I don't have to... Uh, so, so is it because that uh, H4 status change will take longer time? Is it because of that reason you're suggesting this? Yes, ma'am. And it's going to be costlier. We charge $800 plus we charge, uh, there's a filing fees and it'll go take about eight months for you to get it. Okay. Oh. So we call oh. this as, we named it, Ready Newman PC named it as a margarita switch. Oh, okay. Okay, got it. Okay. We call yeah. it as margarita switch. Mm -hmm. So because, Margaret. yeah, we named it. And I can name. use my old EAD, which was valid till September. That's exactly, you're right. You can pay oh. us $800, you can pay us filing mm -hmm. fees and all those things. Or you can just go to Cancun, have a margarita and come back. Take your poison. Next person, please. Okay, thank you so much. Lavanya? Watch the videos I give it to you, ma'am. I give it to you, ma'am. Yeah, hello Rahul. So I have posted my question in the Google Sheet. Do you want me to repeat? No. No. I'm getting this one from you, ma'am. Oh, okay. Just a minute. Yeah, Rahul. So am I good now? Yes. Your company is going to start. No, it's a reason. Next person. Monica. I'm getting this from you. Monica. Hi, Rahul. You got Actually, it. picked one application. I have a valid job for. I lost my passport recently. New passport is to. Can I still apply for H1B with old passport number? Yeah, you can just apply with the old passport number. Not a problem. Okay, there will be no risk, right? No, we no can risk, ma'am. No risk, ma'am. Next person, please. Thank you, Rahul. Shankar. Shankar. Yes. Yes. Uh, hi, Rahul. I. Actually, I sent a Google form, but I can yeah. tell you. I'm currently an adjustment of status and do have a H4 visa. I have. I was in India for five months and back to USA four months back. I would like to go to India again. Is there a limitation travel? Are you depend? You're a dependent application. Um, yes, I'm. Going to travel more than four months or less than four months? Uh, just one and a half month. Next. Uh, I, uh, I don't see. Any, I don't see any problem, sir. Okay, but in calendar year, uh, is there is a limitation of six months or something like that? Uh, there is nothing like that. Okay, okay. Thank you. We just tell people to check with a lawyer mm -hmm. when you cross that, but you're good right now. Okay, thanks for yeah. Hey, Rahul. Uh, so this is regarding the if my the wife. H1B, why would people get the H1B approval in the council processing? I don't understand it at 
all. I don't understand it at all. Okay, so the uh, it's not H one is not active unless it gets stamped, or mm -hmm. you can actually have the company file a change of status and get it approved. Oh, without traveling out of country. Yeah. Okay. And one more question I had the follow up is that because to be technically counter to the H one B, either the H one B must have been approved, H one B must have been approved, or H one B must have been uh, approved with the I ninety four. Or H one B must have been stamped in the passport. Nothing like that happened, so she's not technically counted toward the H one B lottery. If if the if she is, uh, changes the employer, still that H one will not be able to be activated, right? Is that what I'm hearing? If if you, yeah, no, it's only the same employer can do it. No other employer can do it. Okay. Uh, okay, I have one more follow-up question on that. So you were talking about the Margaret switch kind of thing, right? So uh, if she moved to H1 and if she wanted to come back on a H4, uh, she yeah. can do that again, right? She can do that. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. One last question. Uh, this is related to 140. I have my 140 approved and then with my previous employer and after I changed my employer, he he... Uh, withdrawn the 140 application. Did he withdrew after six months or within six months? After six months. <clears throat> it doesn't matter. So I have crossed my six years of uh, the on H1B and then if I wanted to travel to India for uh, more than a year, I wanted to stay there. Uh, if I can I come back on my uh, H1 back or do I have to go through the, um, uh, the, uh, the lottery again? You don't have to go to the lottery for the next 90 years. Why not 91 years? I don't expect you to live that long. Okay. Although my current employer doesn't have, uh, doesn't file the green card. You are absolutely right, sir. Still, still, okay. you can use the old H1. The next person, please. Thank you. Bhavish? Uh, current EAD combo card expires on applied extension of combo card in March to the just got EAD for no AP traveled outside USA and came back in May to the should I reapply the just AP alone or not required? I will just throw an AP application. It's free anyway. I'll just throw it. Uh, it's it's, a, it doesn't create any negative. It, it doesn't no, it doesn't create any negative thing. At the most they may deny the second one. Okay, that's fine. And what is the current timeline, uh, Rahul? Like roughly, I heard 12 months or so. Yeah, unfortunately, it's taking a long time. Okay. Okay, so I should just apply for safe side, right? That's right. Thank you. Next person. Balakrishna. Yeah. Hi. Hi, Rahul. Uh, you have an I-140 filed in December under ED-1C. Still, approval has not come. I'm maxing out in October 23. Can I wait a couple of more months? Why don't you apply for premium? Oh, because I know it's not current, right? So, no, we thought wait for Balakrishna, come on. You need to apply in premium processing. The reason you need to apply in premium processing is because if if what if you lose the job? You're maxing out. Oh, come on. Just apply in premium, sir. And there won't be any repercussions like, you know, additional queries or nothing like that. It will be, whatever it is, it's going to be faster. That's all. That's if all. It's going okay. to be RFE. Yeah, that's all. It's going to speed up. Right? Okay. Thank you. Thanks, sir. H1. Can I transfer H1B just after approval without running a pay? Stop. Hi, uh, I, yeah, it's H1B. Sorry. Um, yeah, that's fine. So, Eshwanti, let me ask this question, though. It will create a doubt in the minds of the USCIS whether 
this company is a genuine company or not okay like which company would it be like the first you one said you the, the first one not the second one okay okay got it you see the point so, yeah, you file so only h1b plan? to get the h1b number but not exactly to work and so this mm -hmm. company must be a fake company okay. is the assumption that they get it okay so is it okay to run two or three paychecks and then transfer yeah you work for that company for a couple of months and then leave that will be an ideal situation assuming okay. that the company and everything is genuine if it's not genuine, okay. don't file the H-1B because they're hitting with misrepresentation. Okay, got it. And I have a follow-up question. If if there is a second lottery and I get picked from um, a different employer, can I still drop this? Did you did you file with different employers? Yes. So the those two are like completely different. Like who I said that? They, who said they have to be related? To be a fraudulent companies, they don't have to be related. There is an administrative appeals opinion that the companies don't have to be related. Yeah, but uh, both are genuine employers like... Um, I don't trust it though. I don't trust it though. You think so they're genuine. I don't think so because the way you are speaking about uh, uh, is... I don't think so the company that you got selected is genuine. I can just sense it. No, it's not want... because the company is not genuine. It's because they're contracting on a full-time job. I don't know, ma'am. I don't know, ma'am. Okay. There are so many employees that are going to jail. It's it's becoming irritating for us. I mean, so many people are going to jail right now. Next person, wish you best of luck, ma'am. And so many people are ruining their lives right now by permanently getting barred. So it's your choice, ma'am. Next person, please. I would recommend you contact a lawyer. Karthik, Risha, Risha. Uh, sorry. Hey, hi. Uh, I put in my question in the. Um... My husband. My husband applied for 485 in October 2020. His date is December 2014. That's not good. He was never current. Yeah, my company good. applied for my labor and I-140 got it approved in October. My priority date is February 2012. Wow, my company applied only I-485 based. Oh, come on. Did you I file the 485 you. for you? Yeah, I spoke to you right before they applied my 485J. They, I mean, I work for Amazon and they're very, uh, you know, they don't listen to anyone. They are like, we can only do 485J because you already have your application with your husband. So I had to do that. Uh, in EB2 and then as soon as they applied the dates moved back retrogressed so I had to actually file another 485j downgrading my application and you know the dates are retrogressing again uh, next month so I just want to understand what my options are at the moment. Uh, you shouldn't have told Amazon that you filed a 485 with your husband. Uh, well, what the, well what can you do right now you just have to wait I guess and see how the USAS is going to act on it. Okay? Okay. Got it, got it. Okay. Yeah, uh, this is a lesson that when you, before you speak with the corporate lawyers, you may want to speak with the private lawyers because it's like they won't now, oh, you told me you filed a 485. That's it. Uh, had you not told them, it would have been much better. Next person, please. Benzia. Uh, hi, hi. Thanks for taking my call. Hi, Rahul. I it's, spoke to you last week well, about my husband. H4, H4 year is filed with start date after max out. Will going out of as abandon the change of status from H1 to 
change of status can be reapplied. Yeah, I mean, if you leave the country, so the person is an H-1B, they applied H-4 and EAD, is that right? Uh, yes. Uh, so, I mean, I mean, uh, they, are, they were, the law, his law firm, they were not listening to. I mean, we just wanted to, I mean, put a couple of days before his max out. But, I mean, their law firm, they were literally not listening to us at all. And so they have filed his H4 and H4 EAD. Now we just wanted to revoke, revoke it back. And so, so I mean, going out of the country and coming back, I mean, will it, will it, uh, will it wait, abandon wait. the? Wait, ma'am. So, so your husband is going outside the. What, what we say is going to come back. He's going to apply for the H4 and come back for the H4 EAD. Uh, no, we basically, I mean, uh, he's currently on H1 and it is, ex I mean, it is, he's maxing out six in years, two months. Six, like years is, six years is expiring. So they yeah. put the start date in September and then they file it, the H1B. What's the purpose for him to go outside the country? Because, I mean, I mean, they have, uh, we wanted some more days in his H1B max. So, uh, I, mean, before, not, I mean, it's only some of the officers that give the trouble. Not all the officers give the trouble. Okay. So I so, wouldn't if that's the if if that's the only reason you're going right now, I would not. Okay. Okay. And if you want you don't have to file the H4 per CAD through your company. If you want to be that precautious, you can file one more H4 per CAD. Okay. I mean, but uh, but I mean, but at the same time we wanted some, I mean, some days. Okay, okay, yes. So with a different start date of yeah, you can just file one more H for EAD instead of going outside the country and getting a staffing. Okay, so I mean that will that will override the previous H for EAD application. We don't have yeah, to. Yeah, start, yeah, yeah, he can start working one or two days before, and then that will be fine. Uh, okay. No, as in I mean, the H for EAD application has already been filed, so we don't. You told have me that. You told me that. Yeah. You so, can, so you I mean, can you can file one more and stop working for the last two days, then you will cover that problem. Okay. Oh, all right. Okay. Thank you so much. Pandu, Sirumala Shetty. Pandu, Sirumala Shetty. Pandu. Pandu. Hello. Hi, Rahul. Good afternoon, Rahul. I'm getting resound. Sorry, sorry. Okay. Pandu, is it okay is it now, Pandu? Rahul? Uh, it's good. Is, 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 the employer cannot revoke GC. Uh, do you need to inform your employer about joining the full-time? As far as the immigration laws are concerned? No. As Is there any contract between you and the company that... He cannot join within a certain period of time. Uh, you cannot join with the client. It's called non-compete agreement. That is already passed, uh, Rahul. It's more than uh, three, four years uh, out of the contract. No, so there is no contract no, between the... Pandu, Pandu. The yeah. contract will be like this. That after you leave the employment of ABC Consulting Inc., you cannot join the end client that you're working for the next one year after you leave my job. That's how the contract is written. Okay. Is there any contract like that? Yeah, as per me, there is no, because I checked with my client's manager okay. and they clearly said... Uh, no, it is no the contract. contract. I'm asking the contract between you and the employer. I'm not asking the contract between you and the end client or the end client and your company. Oh, between me and my uh, employer, which I got my GC. Right. Okay. Okay, I, I, I didn't sign anything. There is only one with one year contracting. I think that is already passed. It's more than three years now. No, sir. No, sir. You read it carefully, though. Okay, okay. I'll take one more time. 
in the contract it says that you cannot join the end client after leaving the job for the next one year. It is not in general one year, okay? After God leaving the job. So look it properly before you comment anything on it. Next person. Okay. Sounds good. As Thanks. far as the Thank GC is concerned, they cannot revoke. As far as the immigration law is concerned, you can join. But they can prevent you joining, okay, with, if there is any contract. So okay. that's part I want to be careful. Next person, please. Pranat, Sounds good. Thank you. Hey, Rahul. Uh, I typed my question in the Google Sheet. You have a H-1B. Do you want to move to H-1B to H-4? You have three months on six years max out. If I want to switch back to H-1B in future, should the new employer file a GC? When was your I-140 approved? In 2020. No, ma'am. You, you can switch back to H-1B at any point of time in your life in the next 90 years. Why not 90 years? I don't. Why not 91 years? I don't expect you to live that long. Uh, right, Rahul. But my if my current employer revokes and if I want to go with the doesn't new employer, matter. Doesn't matter if he revokes. You told me that the I-140 was approved in 2020. If it's approved for more than 180 days, not withdrawn, at within 180 days, then you can do that. If it's after 180 days they withdraw, it won't have any negative impact on you. Okay, I can still directly work with any employer in future. Absolutely, any employer with H1B. You can go to India for the next 20 years and you can still come back on H1B even if the company withdraws it. You can be an H4 EAD for the next 20 years and then convert into H1B without subject to the lottery, okay. even if the company withdraws I140. Next person, please. Thank you. DG, Michael. Hi, Rahul. Thank you for taking my call. Um, first of all, is your daughter covered under CSPA age? In EB2 and EB3. Uh, what is CSP8, uh, Rahul? I'm not very familiar okay. with Okay, if you don't know what CSP is, you definitely need to know what a CSP is. Is this uh, only... Child Service 485? Protection Act. Yeah, does it mean that you have to file the 485, right? Within when you're current? No, that's not enough. Okay. I want you to watch this video at least for the first... 15, 20 minutes. I want you to make an appointment. I want to make sure that he is covered in the CSPA Act, Child Service Protection Act, because there is a good chance that she is going to turn 21 before you get the green card. So whether or not she's going to get the green card with you or not will depend on whether she's protected in that law. Okay? Okay. Okay, um, I have to set up an appointment. That's what you're suggesting, Rahul, right? That's right. And I need all the details of the when uh, when the 485 has been filed, when the I-140 has been filed, when the I-140 has yeah, been 485 is not filed yet uh, because it retrogressed. I was only two weeks away before it retrogressed again. So that's the issue I have um, uh, on this, Rahul. I have not filed the 485. Well, that doesn't sound good at all. Whew. Yeah, I was only two weeks away, 10 days on before this EB3 retrogressed. But I'm eligible to do either EB2 or EB3 because my perm was done in EB2. Our perm was done with all necessary details for EB2. But the question is either go to EB2 or go out of the country and come no, back. No, uh, I think so. You still need to have a consultation. The reason is I that. Will. Yeah. The reason is that there are still ways to extend the 
reduce the age of your daughter. You said okay. your daughter is becoming 21 in two and a half years. But there are ways we can make that three and a half or four and a half years. I see. How? I see. Because the time the I-140 is pending, we can that time will be deducted in the entire period. And I want to understand what were you doing for why did not you contact the old company to file the 485? Because the project uh, was current for a long period of time. Yeah, because because I switched companies after uh, yeah. before. It, yeah, it, it would be better that irrespective of make an appointment so that uh, the main thing is trying to protect the child to not age out, okay? okay. Next person, please. Thank you. Next yeah, I, um, so I think my Your question priority was... Priority date, priority date is right. June 2013 and EV3 and I had the EAD received in 2013, okay? The date was correct. In the recent litigation, would it be advisable to file EB 2 which is anticipated at the moment? So, uh, <laughs> do you have an I-140? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you have an I-140 approval, Rashmi, with EB two? I do. I do. Yes. I would not file the. I would not try to transfer you to EB two right now. You know why? Mm -hmm. How do you know that EB two is going to go forward? Yeah, I don't. That's why. That's why. Given yeah. that, only, like, is there only, another option at all? Only, only when when you know that your prior date is current, I'm going to go with it. Otherwise, I'm not going to go with it. Because that takes a good like year or so, right, to get the perm and everything with EB two. Oh, I you said you 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 have an I one forty approval. Oh no no, I have a like, like with the EB three, but I don't have an EB two perm. Ah ah ah, I I yeah. mistaken. No, I yeah. want you to go proceed. I want you to go proceed with the EB two. The reason I'm telling you this is that you will have the option at a later date if you need it to. Right. Yep. So if the practice yeah, EB2 yeah, so. becomes current, then you will have the option. Absolutely, yeah. you should go for a permanent labor. Yeah, because I'd asked my no lawyers, and at mm -hmm. the time they said, like this was in 2021, right, when it retrogressed, and they said that you have, it's likely EB3 is going to move, so we don't want you to do it, but. Obviously, that hasn't happened, and two years has passed. Uh, yeah, yeah. I would, I would, I will request everybody to have both options. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. Thank you. Next person, please. Kumar. Hello. Hey, hi, Rahul. Yes, Kumar. Um, uh, thanks for uh, taking. You have part. an extension which is valid till two thousand twenty-five, but my passport stamping was only until the. I want to travel on a cruise in the port of entry, and they only scan my passport, but. Still, the date in my passport, but my extension was filled and approved before I traveled outside. So, what are you telling the I What does I for online tells you right now? It is what is whatever it's on my passport stamping. So wait, it, it, but, but, new, but I, wait, do you mm -hmm. have a new I ninety four that says that you recently entered? No. I, I do not, I have a I-94 with the Appro H-1B extension. No, that uh, part, I, I got it. When you went into the cruise, when you came back, did the yes. online I-94 change or it did not change? It did not change. Okay. So what does the date of entry say online? Um, the online is the same date which uh, 
uh, is 2023 of March. Now, what is the date of entry? It says date of entry. Uh, it's number yeah. 17 of 2023. No, sir. Date of entry cannot be November 17, 2023. Uh, date of entry into the U.S. right through the through the right. port. Yeah. 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 Sorry, not now, not November. Sorry, 2022. Actually, sorry, my bad. Yeah, we are right. Okay, when did you went on the cruise? Uh, on November 10th of okay, last then year. We are, then we are in trouble. So, okay. either you go to Mexico and come back so that they give the proper I 94, or you have to extend the I 94 because they gave it's... a wrong I 94. Okay. So in and order to when when is your passport stamping expiring? It's already expired in March. I you need to contact a lawyer immediately. Okay, I, I already reached out to my uh, immigration team and they're working on it, but I just want to ask you your opinion. How bad is it, and what are my options uh, right now? The, the, it's not that bad. It's because it's only March, so it's not that bad. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so if, if, if you, as you said before, you want me to travel to Mexico, right? So I do not have I didn't, the... Me I didn't said that. I didn't said that. Okay. The, at that time, I thought that your I-94 has not expired. I want you to have a private conversation with a lawyer, okay? Okay, yeah, I'll contact okay. the office. Yeah. Next person, please, because if the I-94 has not expired, Mexico is the easy option. Absolutely. Since the I-94 has expired, Yes, there are ways to correct it, but uh, you, you first approach your company lawyer to see what they will tell you though, okay? If they tell you the easy solution, go with them. If not, then you contact us. Next person, please. Not ready. Uh, yeah, uh, hi Rahul. You so, find three H1Bs to three different companies. Okay, yeah. and uh, all of them were selected. Ooh. No, no, no. Only How one is selected. Oh, okay. Only one of them is selected. Okay. Is that one that got selected? You are working with that company? Yes, yes, Rahul. Currently, I'm working with that company in project. How, and did the same company help you to file other cases or not? No, no, no. No, Rahul. Actually, the thing is, Rahul, I, I have this operator from this company in, in May. Uh -huh. On this consultancy, like when I filed in March, I like from three consultancies, I didn't have a job, but I out of those three, I have uh, offer letter from one of the companies. What is what is what is so dear for you? Offer letter, I can give an offer letter to eight billion people right now. So, offer letter means nothing, it's very good. You can eat fully in it. Uh, so, can I file the H1B role, or is there a chance of denial or RFA? So, the Current company, the current company that got H1B selected, from how long yeah. you've been working for in that company? Oh, from May. What about before May? Which company were you working? Uh, with a different company, but I I didn't uh, get my H1 picked from that company. So no. So the company, the reason why you changed to this company is because you got selected in the lottery. That's the reason you changed to this company. Yes, sir. No, don't file the H1B with this company. Okay. Don't. It's a fraudulent company. Yeah. And if next year, if I file my one, will they have the previous request? Like last year, he filed. They do have it. They do have a record. Would that be a with problem? Th it could be, but what can we do right now? We can't go in the timeline. Filing with this fraudulent company right now is not a good idea right now for you. 
Thanks, Rod. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. you guys for coming. Uh, the next uh, conference call will be uh, uh, tomorrow at 11.30 Central Time. Sorry, we couldn't take all the calls. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.